Thank you for listening to the Kayfabe Report, a podcast made by fans for fans. Join me, Cody Wilson, and DJ Hype Train Matt Glass for news, general topic discussions, predictions, and reviews. All that and more on the Kayfabe Report. Thank guys. Wow. Okay, I'm going to try that again. Thanks, guys, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about how WWE might be getting ready for some cock. Peacock, that is. And we're going to be talking about how Booker T is off his goddamn rocker about Aleister Black. And Braun Strowman is asking five figures for post-WWE appearances. I wish I could find five figures in my bank account. But all that and more here on the podcast and first, we're going to be talking about the releases that happened last week. Your thoughts on that, Matt. And by the way, welcome to the podcast. How's your week been? <laughs> Fantastic. It's flying by. Um, being that it's Thirsty Thursday already, I usually we're recording on a Tuesday. And I don't know. This week, all of a sudden, is just behind me. Ah, Thirsty Thursday, you're drinking. I like it. Well, drinking Gatorade. juice. But uh, Haterade, I like it. <laughs> Um, but no, man, <laughs> I'm doing good. And maybe I need some of that haterade because I really hate these releases. Yeah, I know. Right. Not, not thrilled. Um, I sent you a screenshot of WWE's official release the moment it happened. And, uh, yeah. man, um, I could get over just about everything that went down. It was. I was pretty upset back when they let Samoa Joe go, um, and now Braun Strowman's gone, and it just doesn't sit well with me. I mean, he was great. Um, no, he wasn't booked properly the past year or so, maybe a little more. So, okay, let, still, let's talk I, about that. The WWE – how can I say this? I guess WWE's talent relations – said that Braun Strowman is two years past his peak, which is why he's gone. I don't agree with that. Yeah! He, he keeps getting in better shape. Yes, he got in better shape, but I think... I think they're actually right on that, because two years ago is when they should have pulled the fucking trigger with Braun and been this massive fucking star, but we didn't get it. No, he was destroying everybody. They should have put a belt around him or over his shoulder, so to speak, and let him be undefeated or after getting the belt, you know, unbeatable for, I don't care, a year. It doesn't matter. I mean, he he was awesome. Uh, I hope to see him at AEW or something. I think AEW is going to fucking get him right up. But it, you also have to look at it this way. He's the old giant compared to the new shiny toys that are on Raw and SmackDown now between uh, Apollo Crews' muscle and AJ's muscle. Okay, that's fine, but those two both suck. Right, they're green. That's the point. Um, um, but it could work out. You know, they got to pay them a fuck ton less. Exa- so I understand, I understand financially, like, where that comes from, but um, – yeah, that, that really sucks. And I, I had something else I was going to say, too, but I kind of lost it there. But it'll come back. To right. Me. And here's the thing. So I don't know if you kept up with Braun Strowman's social media. Not. No, I don't. I mean, I follow him, but I okay. 
so really two years it. ago, when the pandemic started, he shit on a bunch of indie talent saying they should have saved their money or now you got to go get real jobs. Well, ironically, now you fucked. <laughs> well, he'll end up getting money regardless of whether he goes and signs with another promotion or not. The only oh, way he... But what okay. I am going to say... Well, just in regards to promotions, it's kind of funny that the release happened at perfect timing, and I'll say perfect timing because um, when it comes down to double or nothing or whatever for AEW... It's like 94 days after his day of release, and he can't compete for 90 days. So he could actually debut at an AEW pay-per-view, mm-hmm. even if they're just announcing that he's part of the company. Well, that's the thing. TNT doesn't like the surprises anymore. They don't want surprises. They want to be able to promote those superstars. So their loophole around this shit now is to surprise debut people on pay-per-view and then promote it for the show. Sure. So I like you're saying the ne- and and I think you're right. The next one is all out. And I think that's in September. And that does equal his 90-day compete clause is over. So I see that being when he can come to AEW. But I feel like that's the only way he's going to get money is going to AEW. And I don't think Tony Khan, though, is going to be paying him the amount that he was getting from WWE. Which, by the way, he came in with this amount. He, this is, he didn't go to NXT. He didn't get a developmental deal. He came in at $500,000. Mm-hmm. And worked his way up to whatever money yeah. he got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was getting paid a shit Right. Time. So, but let's not focus completely on uh, Braun. Aleister Black is the next uh, release that I can remember off the top of my head. Um, Yeah, that's trash, too. He was just got involved in a storyline, kicking fucking Big E's head off. And then the next week he's gone. And then, oh, nah, yeah, see you later. I'm like, dude, that makes no fucking sense. It Mm. literally was, it was Friday Night Smackdown. I understand, like, he wasn't, You the writing was on the wall because he wasn't really doing anything besides a couple really dark video skits and shit. That's not why but, I'm saying the writing was know. on the wall for him. His his wife is was released earlier this year because she wanted mm-hmm. to start a union. And two hours after she supported unions on Twitter... WWE wishes Selena Vega and her future endeavors. Like, they couldn't have timed that. she was just back at the training center. Right, they said that she was back at the training center for whatever reason, but they didn't specify, so it's hearsay. But me personally, I saw the writing on the wall. I'm surprised he didn't get cut with Selena Vega like right after WrestleMania. The fact that these yeah, the fact sure. that these names got released here, I'll I'll uh look it up real quick what the names were, if I remember correctly. Ruby yeah, Riot. Ruby Riot, uh Strowman. What's her name from NXT? I don't know. I don't even know who the hell that was. They had just put 
pulled her uh, into a storyline too, or just popped her, and then she was gone. I don't even remember who the hell she was. Well, unfortunately for myself, I don't follow NXT too much, and I really should because I was watching it the one night. And it, oh, it's so much it's better. Like high quality action. So much better than Raw. SmackDown, it's on par with, but it's better than Raw. I will say that. Um, so WWE has come to terms on the releases of Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Lana, which that was not a shock. That was, I'm surprised that didn't happen sooner. Yeah, like three rounds of releases ago. Not that I don't like Lana. Lana is the best Lana number one, but I mean, Who the fuck are you? realistically could have been, I'm just doing the chant. I, I don't, I don't dislike Lana at all. Um, but anyway, I figure she would have been released back when Rusev was too. Right or, or when Miro, when Miro got released, I was thinking, "Why isn't Lana not on this list? What was? Yeah, what, what about his wife? What kind of bullshit doohickey is this shit? I just liked it though that after she got released, like literally the day after, she's like, for no apparent reason, I'm just gonna say I'm congratulating my husband on his TNT title win. Are you, like, really? Like, fucking really? <laughs> I can see her going over and being uh, a manager. Side oh, by she's going to go right to AEW. They're going to fuck with that contract negotiations. There's no reason why they can't. Um, So let's talk about Aleister Black for a second because there's a little bit of news on him. Uh, Booker T... I don't know if it was on his podcast or whatever, but this is a direct quote. Alistair Black is a good worker, but I'm looking for a guy that's talent. I'm looking for a guy that's going to go out and do things totally different than everyone else on the roster. Alistair Black has his MMA getup and his kung fu karate black mask for the finisher. I get it, but for me, Alistair Black was a guy that didn't set himself apart from the rest of the guys in the locker room. Well, I disagree 100%. I think that his entrance was great. Um, from what I hear, um, he had a new entrance, a new entrance in the works too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like I liked him a lot. So he, here's what I'm gonna go with, and this is, I'm just trying to like think of the way Booker's thinking. He's saying he's like the guys like Ali, Ricochet, Humberto Carrillo. Um, like a lot of high flyers that can wrestle. And I think that's the way he's looking at it. Cause that's what the locker room mostly is now besides the stars that have been made sure. in the last 10 years. Right. So short of that, I, I, I can understand why he thinks that way, but at the same time, it's like he did set himself apart. From the rest of the talent, the way he spoke, the way he carried himself, the way he just did everything about his character. His character mm -hmm. set himself apart from the roster. I could care less about the moveset. It's the character that I care more about. And the fact that the mm -hmm. character was more set apart from the rest of the roster, I was hooked on him. I was hooked on him in NXT. I thought he was awesome. Yep. His Extreme Rules match with Adam Cole at TakeOver Philadelphia. 
Holy fuck. Good shit. I never see I've never seen the match, so Well good. After the podcast is over, I got something to talk to you about and it's an idea and we're gonna do it in two weeks. Okay. When you come over. And hopefully by then I'll have my new studio. <laughs> um Ooh. New studio, I'm in. Yeah. So look I don't know. On top of that, then you had some NXT guys released. A referee was re An NXT referee was released from the WWE because of political reasons. It was the main NXT guy that you would see on the shows. I can't remember his fucking name, but I guess he was like supportive of all lives matter and all this and all like all this like Republican shit. And Vince like fucking kicked his ass out. <laughs> That's why you don't talk about politics or religion at work, my friend. Oh no, this was this was free of thought on different like interviews and shit, but it came back and bit him in the ass. Hmm. Well, well, that sucks. Another thing that proves WWE sucks anyway. <laughs> so at least the at least the back the back end of things. But Yeah. That's true. But uh just want to talk about real quick uh Leo Rush uh prayers and thoughts hope for a speedy recovery. Um he is a very young kid. I think he's younger than us. He's been doing this for Yeah, he's like 24. No, I think he's like 26. 20 at least now. 26. Um he, He's young. Yeah, he uh, just did a surprise debut at the Casino Battle Royal at AEW's Double or Nothing. And then two days later, he uh, announces that he's retired. Uh, apparently, there was an injury done to him. I, I'm not exactly sure. I haven't uh, completely read up on it. But he announced his retirement and saying that the injury that was given to him uh, thought that he could heal from it. And go on with his daily life. But then he realized the injury was going to affect his daily life. So he has to uh, stop wrestling, unfortunately. So I thoughts and prayers out to him and his family. I hope he finds something in life that uh, really, really helps him. But damn, such a young kid. Like, And I've been seeing that a lot lately with Paige, especially. She had to retire at 24. Like, like, think about that. She has to yeah, retire at 24, and she had already been doing it for 10 years. Right. You got to give up your passion at that young of an age. That's pretty upsetting. Yeah. And WWE is not letting her do what she wants to do on Twitch. So, you guys have her under contract. You guys keep on rolling over her contract due to injury, which is a bullshit clause in their contracts. Yeah, I think she should just uh, somehow get out of that and go do her own thing. Uh, Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly. But let's talk about the real reason why, well, the alleged real reason why all these releases are happening. Actually, let's talk about Aleister Black still for a second. There are apparently rumors 
of higher-ups in the WWE that say it was the mistake of a lifetime to release Aleister Black. What do you say about that, about higher-ups trying to push Aleister back into the company? I don't know if it was a mistake of a lifetime, but I think it was a mistake. I don't think that... um... I don't think he should have been released. I think he's a great talent. Especially, like you say, his character. The character was there. You're not going to get somebody else to come in and do a character like that. It, it was unique to him. Yeah. Um, but as as far as a mistake of a lifetime, I don't know about that. But whatever. I don't think he I don't think he'd go back. He might if they sweeten nope, the you, deal. You said goodbye. See you later. Gotta go. I mean, I would, uh, I would love to see Alistair and Andrade in AEW. I mean, half of that's already there. Yeah, Andrade make it, made a nice slow walk debut into that one. That was good. Okay, so I've been hearing this on TikTok a lot. Do you think uh, Andrade is trying too hard to be Eddie Guerrero? No. Okay, so no, I don't. I don't see any correlation to that. The only correlation that I see is their race, that they are Mexican. Well, sure, that's it. Yeah, they're they're ethnicity, if you will. But no, no, I don't. I don't see him trying to be like that. No. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the same I think, page. I think, there. That's I good. think he is himself. Oh yeah, he is Andrade. I mean, he's good too, man. I I didn't like him at first. When he popped onto the WWE scene, but whatever. When he was in NXT, the the very first part of NXT of his career, holy fuck, did I hate him. But then when he aligned <laughs> himself, because they made him such a goopy-ass fucking character. But um, once they partnered him with Selena Vega, oh my god, off to the races with Andrade. I mean, she's amazing on the microphone, and... I don't know. There's, he's got this certain arrogance about him that I that I like. Oh, I love how confident and arrogant he was, and the double knees, the the double knees into the corner, in the corner. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was sweet. Uh, my my favorite thing about Andrade right now is that he's actually, and I think this is why they're saying he's trying to be like Eddie. Uh, he's being managed by Vicky Guerrero in AEW. Oh no shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because. He's supposed to be the bad guy. They want you to right. boo him. So boo him through Vicky. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That makes sense. Yeah, it works. But yeah, if Alistair goes to AEW, I want to see Selena Vega in AEW. I want to see... I would love Strowman in AEW, but they wouldn't use him correctly because... They already have Big Show and Mark Henry as fucking commentators on AEW. They're not wrestling. They're not going to wrestle. So, what are we going to do? You know, they're just going to sit there and commentate and hopefully become good coaches and good teachers to these young kids in AEW. I guess Mark Henry was quoted somewhere saying he's not done in the ring. I just... I don't see, I don't see him getting down. But Marky know. Mark, you need to stay with the Funky Bunch because guess what, buddy, you are going to hurt yourself with these young yeah, ones. Yeah, for real. 
But let's talk about all the releases and the real reason why that they were happening, allegedly. Rumor has it is that there is a deal going around to NBC Universal for the entire company of World Wrestling Entertainment. And that alleged figure is two to four billion with a B dollars. <laughs> That's crazy, man. So, like, they would sell everything, the rights to all the the, the superstars. The entire names. company. The company would now wow. be ran under NBC Universal. Therefore, the stock shareholders would not exist anymore for WWE. They would exist for NBC Universal. So it would be some. It would be an interesting merger of the two because there's no need for a investment group in WWE if that investment group is also in NBC Universal. Right. And somebody asked me this on TikTok about what would happen to Steph, Triple H, Shane, and Vince. Vince is gone. V Vince is going to oh, take yeah. the fucking money and go. Oh, yeah. Hands down. He's 77 years fucking old. He needs to get the fuck out of the business. Well, you know that if he's selling, he's giving part of it to Shane, part of it to Steph. This is He's going to take care of his kids. He's not just going to go about yeah, it. Yeah, here's how he's going to take month. care of his kids. NBC Universal is going to take care of his kids. They're going to keep them in the roles that they have now. But in a larger scale, and with better benefits than the WWE ever could ever fucking offer. It's possible. And there's no need to travel on the road. Why do you say that? For those three. There's, there, there would be no need oh, for okay. those three to travel on the road. But the thing is, is that... So Stephanie right now is like the embat like the world social ambassador, like that's her job is to mm -hmm. do all the social events and everything. NBC Universal would have her do that, but then she'd have they'd have her do that for NBC Universal on top of just WWE, they'd have her for all of NBC Universal's social platform stuff. Yeah, why not? Right. They'd have Shane I don't know what Shane does exactly, to be honest with you. I'd have to look it up. I know Triple H is like the COO in real life. What is? Yeah, Shane he's he's the operations officer. Ranch role in WWE. Stephanie is the whatever the liaison, the the national region, not regional. Like you said, worldwide, Titus worldwide. Yeah. Um, I don't care about this. I want to know his actual job title, you fuckers. Anyways, he's like a, he is a, uh, minority owner and a producer in the WWE. He's also the founder and executive vice chairman of Ideonomics Formula, Formula, formerly Seven Stars Cloud Group, whatever the fuck that is. But... 
right now he is uh he's just a producer at this point. Hmm. Which is fine. But his real like their real life roles could all be the same and they would keep Triple H in NXT. They'd let Triple H run NXT a hundred percent, not with just Vince behind him, a hundred percent on his own. Sure. So I'm okay with that. I would that's what I'm saying. Like I think like Vince would skedaddle with the money. Go with Linda. They've now both made so much money in the last four years. Just fucking go and spend time with your grandkids. You're in your fucking 70s. You ain't gonna live much longer, goddammit. <laughs> well, who knows, but I think we might actually get some quality TV if that happened. So let's go over the positives of this. There are negatives, but let's go over the accentuating positives. Number one positive that every wrestling fan would be okay with. Raw would go from three to two hours. Automatically. Well, yeah, because Vince doesn't need to make his money on that last hour. Exactly. So that third hour is pointless. Granted, NBC Universal could use that third hour for more ad revenue, but they're already making so much ad revenue that there's no need for that third hour. Mm-hmm. And they're getting they're getting a good deal on the Fox deal because they didn't have to pay for it. They have three more years mm-hmm. of Fox having SmackDown for for True. free practically for them. They don't have to pay shit. Right. Uh, what else? Raw could be updated weekly on Peacock. Because it's owned by because NBC it's owned Universal. by NBC Universal. Right. Good point. Um. What else? Oh, the the, the way. Well, now what about USA though? Is USA owned by NBC yep. Network or NBC USA Universal? USA is owned okay. by NBC Universal. Okay. I was just curious how that was going to tie in, if, if any way at all. It's USA Sci-Fi. Let me. Trying to remember all the channel groups that they own. I mean, it would be interesting to see, honestly, if they played their cards right, they could put Raw on NBC every Monday night. That could work out depending on who's already in that time slot, though. Monday Night Football. (laughs) NBC would have an actual competition to ABC or ESPN. Monday Night Raw does not compete with Monday Night it Football. Was, if it was on broadcast television, I bet you it would. I don't know. I'd be willing to make a, a, a proper bet on that, though, if it ever did come down to I'd it. I'd be okay with that. I just don't I just don't think that, dude, Monday Night Football is... Monday Night Football is on office. ABC still, isn't it? Yeah, it's ABC, ESPN. You're 100% right. Oh, so it's... It's the same. So it's, it's, it's a Disney. simulcast. Okay. Yeah. So, anyhow, I just don't think that it can compete. I, I think you could have the most two dog shit teams on Monday Night Football, and it would still beat Raw. But 
and I shit, I'm a wrestling fan, but I I won't tune into Raw live. Sorry to say. So here's everything of NBC Universal, NBC, CNBC, uh, Sci-Fi, Bravo, USA, Universal Kids, MSNBC, Cozy TV, Oxygen, Telemundo. NBC Sports, LXTV, Golf Channel, NBC Sports Network, which has died off at this point, uh, the Olympic Channel, the Hallmark Channel, that'd be something to watch WWE on Hallmark, uh, Chiller, <laughs> Universo, Clue, Esquire, NBC Weather Plus, and CNBC TV 18, Peacock, which is their streaming service, and Teleexos. I like how you did Telemundo. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. It's Spanish. Come on. But, uh, yeah. So, and ECW, the WWE's version of ECW was on sci-fi for an hour every Tuesday night. So, that made sense. Um, I think NBC would be perfectly fine making a deal with Fox about having SmackDown on broadcast television. Because think about that. You have both your shows on two separate networks of broadcast TV around the entire country. You can't fuck that up. No, no, I mean, that's prime time for, no pun intended, on the prime time for ads, for having your content out for the world to see. Well, let's see, what's on Monday nights on NBC? Probably some just goofy show. Uh, what? (laughs) What? Okay, wait a minute. I think I I think I saw that correctly, but I I could be wrong. Something about uh, screw the Today Show. Fuck them. Perfect. That would be fucking fine. Uh, they're doing the U.S. Olympic Trials in Small Fortune. Small Fortune, I'm sorry. Whatever. Yeah, no, if that's game show shit, fuck that shit. Take that off of network TV, put that on 8 o'clock, and then 9 to 11, before the news, put on Raw. Right, and and even if it was like one of those, um cop shows or investigative shows that can be moved to a different time slot. I think slot that's all on Wednesdays, day. isn't it? Something like that? I, I don't know. I, I'm just speculating. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a fucking sitcom. Right. It doesn't matter. That can be that can be moved. You could definitely do sports. Right. You know what I would love? Sure. I would love to see? Put Dick Wolf as an executive producer in charge of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's already done great he's work. Yeah, he's already done great work with Law and Order. That's had like twenty fucking seasons. The complete universe of Chicago between PD Med and fucking Fire. I mean, goddamn. Fucking mm-hmm. let him have the reins as an executive producer. Let them have wrestling <laughs> producers, like wrestling match producers, but let him be the producer of the characters. Sure. I'd be fine with that. That'd be awesome. And it would create more continuity in WWE more than ever. 
That's a good point. This, I mean, this could be, I mean, it's going to be a bummer just to be the fact that it's not the WWE, but. Oh, no, it would still be WWE, but. No, I understand that. It would still be called the WWE, but it still won't be the same thing. It'd be better. Likely. Because Vince wouldn't be in charge. I mean, he should have done this a while back, so he had more time to enjoy all this money. (laughs) Well, he. That's the thing, though. It he hasn't been able to he hasn't been able to get a lot of this money until recently. The last four or five years is when he's been getting a lot of this money for everything between the streaming rights already sold to Peacock for a billion dollars. Fucking Fox gives him a billion dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars or two hundred fifty million dollars a year for five years to have SmackDown on his their fucking channel. It's crazy that it's worth that to them. Because it's the WWE. They've put right. so much stock into, no pun intended, into this brand, into this company itself. Fuck the get a crossover star. We've we've made the brand the star. That's why WrestleMania is a fucking vacation destination attraction to wherever that WrestleMania year is. Economically, WrestleMania brings in the best numbers for that state wherever it is. Bef- More than the Super Bowl? Yeah, because it's a week-long thing. That's true. I never thought of it that way. Not to mention all the fucking indie feds decide to go around Wrestlemania like different areas around that stupid stadium like 35 was in oh I'm gonna get this wrong New York I think I think it was in New York because 34 was in Florida 35 yeah 34 was in Miami 35 was in New York New Jersey 36 was supposed to be in Tampa that worked. Uh, 37 was in Tampa. That really worked. And then 38 is supposed to be in Dallas. 39 is supposed to be in LA. So, and just those towns alone, you already know it's going to be a huge profit. But now you have all these indie feds coming in, surrounding the entire area full of dream card matches that you never thought were possible. New Japan comes out, AEW comes out, Ring of Honor comes out, like a whole bunch of different smaller, and I hate to say AEW is a smaller federation, but it really is when you think about it. Sure. So, but yeah, and think of all the revenue that NBC, or yeah, NBC Universal can just make off of that. Just from, (coughs) hey, we own the WWE. Let's sponsor all our fucking shows inside the access. Let's let's put, like, shit that people could see on our channels inside access. Make it like a small fucking Comic-Con. Yeah. 
I'm down with it. I'm fine with it. I think that'd be great. I think, I think that if this is true, and if WWE does sell to NBC Universal, this will be the most positive thing in wrestling in a long time. Probably since the Monday Night Wars. Well, only time will tell. How fast do you think something like this is going to go down? Hard to tell. I'm. It's hard to tell because there have been speculating rumors about SummerSlam not being on Peacock. Yeah. What's gonna be on? Pay per view. It can't be on pay-per-view. I have a subscription to WWE Network. It can't go back to pay-per-view. Or I'll unsubscribe from all that bullshit. Well, that's the thing. So, with the match cards happening for Hell in a Cell and everything, you see that it says exclusively on Peacock. Like, even for the poster for Hell in a Cell. Exclusively on Peacock. The poster for SummerSlam... Says nothing about Peacock. The poster that they launched with the announcement that it's going to be in Vegas, which is going to be sweet, does not say anything about being on Peacock. This is their Twitter announcement that it was going to be in Vegas. Does not say anything about being streamed on Peacock. Huh. So, I don't know... I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Until SummerSlam, yeah, I'm not sure. until SummerSlam starts rolling, and hopefully the match cards will be like, yeah, exclusively on Peacock. Hopefully. Hopefully we don't yeah, get we'll fucked. Find out, won't we? And last bit of information that we're going to go over this week before we talk about last week and how we said uh, our Cena group. Lashley McIntyre. Inside Hell in the Cell with the stipulation if Drew loses, he can never challenge for the title as long as Lashley is champion. Yeah, so therefore, Drew McIntyre is going to win. And then Lashley's going to get a rematch, so we're going to have to see it again anyway. Rumor has it it's going to be Lashley Lesnar for the title at SummerSlam. Holy fuck! No, I'm okay with it. Honestly, I would, I would, I was. Yeah, I've been begging to see that match in MMA. So fucking WWE is second close. It. They they don't even have him on contract. He's back on the Raw roster. He went from the alumni section to the Raw roster last week. Yeah, but he doesn't have a contract with WWE that we know of. Right, but all the contracts are public, so I feel like we would be able to find it. Yes and no. They could probably keep this one a secret if they really needed to. Because Lesnar doesn't do interviews. Lesnar doesn't do a whole lot of social media. The man lives in fucking Saskatchewan, Canada. Yeah. Well, okay, you bring him back, though. 
he doesn't have Paul Heyman. Or does he? Oh, God. D- Listen, you don't he know. Can't just, Paul Heyman can't just jump ship off from the head of the table, Roman Reigns, and not have a feud against Roman Reigns. He helps his clients. Roman Reigns is a client. Brock Lesnar is a client. CM Punk was his friend and then became a client. We'll see. I think we're stretching it too far with that. Well, the rumored headlines are Lesnar Lashley versus Reigns and Cena. I mean, I'm okay with all of it, but I just I think it's a little bit of a stretch for both, honestly. I'm okay with it. I, I personally, like I said, I would love to see Lashley in the UFC against Brock Lesnar. I think that would be a killer match. Well. Except for the fact that neither one of them can fight him like that. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Terrible. Lashley can fight. Okay. Have you seen his MMA matches? No. Watch some of his MMA matches. I think he'd take Lesnar to task in a real fight. Well, probably because Lesnar sucks. I mean, he's okay. He's not not the greatest, but... He's a Hall of Famer. I think Lesnar has brain damage for sure. No shit. What was your <laughs> first clue? The fact that the blonde top flat top is just going away soon? The fact that he can't talk on a microphone and needs He's got Mike it? Tyson syndrome. Leave him the fuck alone. Thanks. No, he doesn't have a fucking speech impediment. He's got the big dude, badass looking dude, high pitched squeaky voice. That's the steroids. Hey, listen here. That Hulk Hogan sex tape proves that steroids does not do anything to your junk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Brother. Now, let me tell you something, brother. I don't like her dating that. No, I'm not going to go there. Um... (laughs) So... Let's talk about the Cena group and who, what we think are the best nominees for this idea. Our picks were Cena, Orton, Chad Gable, uh, Eva Marie, and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And you guys responded in kind to the TikTok video with 10... Tens of thousands of comments. Orton, Brock, and Cross with Cena. I, I, I don't think you'd see Brock Lesnar team up with John Cena. But <laughs> no. Okay. I like the powerhouse idea. Like teaming Karrion Kier- yeah. Cross with Brock Lesnar, with Orton, with Cena. Like, fuck. That's a group you don't no. fuck with in a dark alley. <laughs> nah, they'll, they'll come walking into the backstage and everybody's gone. Yeah. See ya, gotta go Just, home. Hi, I gotta go say goodbye to my wife and kids before I have a match with you. Um, <laughs> uh, Cena, Orton, Miz, and Dolph. Okay, that's cool. I don't know how I feel about that one. That's cool, I could dig it. I don't know how I feel about that one because Miz, Cena, and Orton have a history, all three of them together. Mm-hmm. 
Dolph and Miz is a good combination because they're good friends. Yeah, and they're both great on the microphone. Oh, yeah. And in the ring. And so is Orton and Cena. So, I mean, that works on all levels for all four of them. But you have to address the elephant in the room. Miz beat Cena at the WrestleMania main event of 27, and Miz cashed in Money in the Bank on Orton to become champion. Yeah, I think that you'd have too much too much star power. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah. Like, there's too much there. Yeah. Uh, sen- sensory overload with all how good they all are. Ooh. Cena, Orton, Edge, and AJ. No. Why? Too old, too old, too old. <laughs> Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, exactly. Too old, too old, and too old. Still got ten years out of their fucking careers after that shit. Yeah, it's a fact. Well, fuck, Kevin I Nash got 20. I don't see that one. I don't see that one. Okay, um... Stretching it too far for me. Corbin and Cesaro. Lame. With Orton and Cena. Everybody's saying Orton Lame. with Cena, so that makes sense. At least everybody's agreeing yeah. with that. I'm glad that they all agree with it, considering I started it. <laughs> right. Um, I'm okay with Corbin and Cesaro. You can make stars out of them with that. Especially I mean, Corbin. They are. I think they're stars on their own. Um, I, yeah. But they could be such bigger well, stars. I, I'd, be, I'd be interested to see where it went, sure. Um, Cena, Orton, Edge, and Angle. That's too old. That's too old. AJ is like just the line, yeah. but Angle putting in there that you're you're gonna cripple some motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not do that. Uh, Cena. This is the only one without Orton. Cena or two without Orton. Cena, Miz, Dolph, and Karrion Cross. Um, I, I like, I still like the fact that they're putting Miz and Dolph in there, but I don't think Karrion would fit in with it. I don't know. I think, okay, so let's do it this way as a form of evolution, but without having the Ric Flair, you just have two Ortons and a Batista with a Triple H. Right, right, okay. Oh, back to the last one, or the second to last one, with um, Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Kurt Angle in his prime. Like 06 Angle? Yes. Okay. Oh, almost unstoppable Kurt Angle. Okay, then then I'm with it, but no, now it's just... He's a feeble old man milk. at this point. All that extra milk he's been drinking has got to him, and it just won't work out. And then this one I think we've really agreed on the most. Like, this is our number one pick. Cena, Owens, Baylor, and Cole. So, John Cena, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, and Adam Cole. Yeah, I think that's a great pick because of the the rivalry that John and Kevin had. Mm -hmm. There's a common ground there to meet upon. 
of, hey, look, we went back and forth for however long, but we can really take on anyone if we're together. And then you got these two young bucks that'll fly everywhere. Yeah. And here's the thing. Each one of them have a huge respect for John Cena. Oh, sure. And I could definitely see this group tearing apart any brand that they're on. Oh, sure. I think you could see all all of them with titles, too. John Cena with the Universal Championship. Uh, throw some tag team titles on. Uh, Who would you put the tag team titles on? Uh, what what combination of the three would you put the com- the tag team titles on? Um, I think that you'd have like Owens and uh, um, what you call it there, uh, Finn Balor as tag team champs, and then have Adam Cole have and, the singles run. Yeah, like uh, United States Championship or whatever. Okay. So we're going to have that as our number one pick from the fans. And that's from Raven9379 from TikTok. Thank you for uh, listening to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for participating. That makes it makes everything more uh, interesting oh, yeah. for us, guys. So who would you or what would be your number two and number three? Um, well, aside from mine. We're uh, not going to count ours. I, I we're not my... going to count ours. I would have put mine just behind the last one that Raven gave us because I really like the way that that, that laid out. Um, but um, hmm. what was like the very first one you gave us with Orton involved? Uh, Orton, Brock Lesnar, and Karrion Cross. No, it wasn't that Orton, one that Miz, and Dolph. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's number two. That's. That's my number two, sure. Okay. I can agree with that. I, I can definitely agree with that. Oh, somebody said putting the Revival in there if they were still there. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh-huh. But we have to go with current talent, so can't do that. I mean, if he made a run in AEW, fuck it, put him in the pinnacle with MJF and them, fuck yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just got hard a little bit thinking about that. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, I think number three would be Cena, Orton, Edge, and AJ. I think that veteran stable would just – that would be a new main event mafia. That would be a great stable. I just feel like there's a lot of slow-moving parts there, but that's all right. What are you fucking talking about? Cena can still go. Orton definitely still can go. Edge can still fucking go. And AJ proves that he can still go every fucking night. I don't know that I agree that Edge can still go. What the Um, fuck do you call the Rumble, WrestleMania? That's pure dumb luck. You haven't seen him since then. He needed to take a freaking four-month break now. That's okay. He deserves it. He's put his body through fucking hell and back. Oh, you could say he deserves it. I could say that he needs to be on TV, but that's besides the point. Um, And we don't know if John Cena still has it. We haven't seen him in the ring in how, God knows how long. That motherfucker is like Shawn Michaels. That motherfucker is like Shawn goddamn Michaels. He could be gone from the ring for as many years as he needs to be, and he would kick and come right back in it like he never missed a fucking day. 
Well, you're, I mean, he's better than Shawn Michaels, so you're probably Okay, right. now you're hitting blasphemy lines there, motherfucker. <laughs> let's tone it. I let's tone it back you. just a tad. Got your attention with that one. Got more to my attention, you bastard. But, uh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, thank you guys for participating in that. That's awesome. Um, Heck yeah, guys. Thank you. So, before we end the podcast, like always, we do F. Mary Kill. And it is my turn. Ha 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 ha. Oh, oh boy. Uh, this week, you have a choice of Big Show, Mark Henry, or Kane. That's some bullshit. You're welcome. <laughs> this is how much I love you. <laughs> hmm. I don't like politics, so sorry, Kane. <laughs> You're going to have to catch the old bullet. Good try. The motherfucker got fucking, what was it, Encino Evil 2. Um, formaldehyde fucking stabbed right inside him and filled right the fuck up and the guy tried to leave and he fucking did not leave. He, he, filled with formaldehyde and everything, still fucking killed the last dude and nobody went out in the fucking blaze of glory in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, he's gotta go bye-bye. Yep. Because I don't like politics. Um, I'm going to give it the old one-night stand with Mark Henry because... Sexual chocolate. I want to prove that once you go black that you indeed don't have to go back. And uh, I'll I'll marry the big show. Wait a minute. What do you mean, like, you don't have to go back? Because they say once you go black, you you never go back. That's fucking wrong. We did with Trump. They say. (laughs) Um... With that being said, that that's how I would go about it. I would marry the big show. Yeah, that makes sense. He's a lovable dude. Exactly. He's awesome. Big teddy bear. Well, think of it this way. You will now sleep with the same man who slept with a transvestite prostitute and Mae Young. <laughs> it happens. Oh, and is the father to just a hand. Oh, she's Cheers to that, my friend. <laughs> so with that, the podcast is over. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, check out next week for the podcast when we talk more news, more stories, more bullshit. And uh, always check in daily to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter to new posts, new stories, new polls. Um. Thank you guys for all the love and support. We really appreciate it. Uh, in two weeks' time, when you guys hear this podcast, it will be me and Matt together in the same room again for the results of Hell in a Cell 2021. Please may the gods be with us. Um, <laughs> also, this week end is NXT In Your House. The uh, reason why we didn't do predictions is because Matt's not really that involved with NXT. So, <laughs> uh, if he watches the pay-per-view, fine. If he doesn't, we might not do a review. I don't really care. Um, I watch NXT because I love it. Um, but with that, thank you guys for listening. Be safe, be kind, be thoughtful to others. 
and be positive. Love you guys. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Keep it real, guys.